Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Rage Against the Machine Heron. Uh, I'm Jeff Trapped Kowalski. <laughs> I'm Louisa Green Day Heron. Uh, <laughs> I guess none of these are really like each other. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Rage, mine was supposed to be a thing about being angry and a steampunk thing, so I thought it was a good joke, but then you guys went the direction Hold of, like, <laughs> 90s alternative <laughs> punk music. Yeah, because the thing is, you gave yourself the opportunity to be like, this is going to work on two levels, but then once we heard it, we only had mm, five seconds to think of another thing to say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mine also, mine oh, I'm also sorry, worked did you, on two levels. Did you want to do the intro on this uh, <laughs> podcast every week, Louisa? Sure, let's, next time all right, no, here, first. take it again. Go ahead, Louisa. <laughs> yeah, you go. Hi, welcome to Hack the Net. Everything's great, and we're having a good time. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Oh, oh, geez, we're ending already? Okay. Uh, All right, that's great. I got a lot of things to do. Snapchat and Instagram's Jeff JK. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, always geez. different, but it's never good, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, 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 that. <laughs> <laughs> See, anarchy, just like Rage Against the Machine would do. Oh, yeah. Do people still like them, or are they canceled for being assholes in some way? No, they're good. I Uh, think they're the good kind of assholes, where they're assholes to Nazis, and we're all on board with that. Oh, Chumba Wumba? Yeah. Everyone agrees with their politics more now than they did when it was popular. Mm, like Chumbo Wumba. Although I yep. never liked their music, so they didn't succeed yes. on that level for me. I don't know that I've ever sought out Rage Against the Machine's music either, but it was good, right? Was it? Sure. I can tell you what it is. Uh, I know the songs that were in Guitar Hero and Rock Band, and that's it. Can you name them? I can't even uh, think Killing of in the songs. Name of? Uh, that's their that one. Sound good. Uh, it's anti-police uh, brutality. I mean, that's good, but I don't yes. think I know it by title. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't know them, any of them by title, I don't think. Oh, well, probably... the lead singer's dreadlocks are unfortunate, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, is, it, is he an ethnicity where it's okay for him to have dreadlocks? Probably, right? I mean, it's impossible to tell, like... <laughs> It, I don't want to be speculating about the race of a stranger on this podcast or any time, really. Oh, the race of a stranger is a really great mystery novel for <laughs> Or a great title for a Rage Against the Machine song. Oh my god, I don't want to tell you how many Agatha Christie mystery novels essentially are. Oh, the race of a stranger. We yeah, better figure no. it out. Figure out oh, if it's one of the good ones or the bad ones. I was watching Fuck. a Poirot the other day and it was like, well, this maid could have done it because she's Irish and so she's not smart enough to poison someone. It's yeah. like, Fuck! Poirot, yeah. what? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, God. Oh, man. I, why is... Oh, why Rage is, Against the Machine. It's also hard to tell, because at the time they were popular, a lot of uh, photos of bands were just, like, grayed out, so you yes. can't quite tell what people look like. Everyone's gray. Most of these pictures are, like, from a low angle, all of the members of the band looking vaguely angry and stoned. Okay. That's uh-huh. literally every album cover from, like, 92 to 97. Mm, what about hyper-color pop Fish Island stuff? Yeah. I guess that's, like, hip-hop type music, but... There was a lot of fisheye lens in the, in the, uh, I guess you'd call it alternative rock scene. Mm, but I'm thinking of, like, No Doubt, or the Cardigans, or, like, uh, Aqua. Mm, <laughs> they were all super yes. colorful. Yes, they were also all fisheye lens album cover type of people. Yeah. 
was the yeah. culture at the time. For some reason now, when I remember the 90s, it is in that color palette of all of the No Doubt music videos, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like overexposed, yeah, maybe? Yeah. I don't really know that much Over-saturated. about- Oversaturated. Yeah. Yeah. I like know exactly the, what you're talking about, yeah. Like the video for All Star by Smash Mouth, where everyone's yeah. skin is orange because they just turned one of the knobs up real high. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think they were doing for music videos what, like- uh, I don't know, Peter Gabriel and, and, uh, Phil Collins were doing for music in the early 80s of just like, what if we turn this, like, weird reverb knob all the way up and just see what happens? <laughs> uh, except it was not good. Oh, did you think any of the things I said were good? Uh, <laughs> I think all of them are good, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I like Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins' 80s music, all right? Um, I guess, but their best music is the stuff where they didn't dick around with the settings on their, like, soundboard for 20 minutes before recording. Fair. I guess. Although, actually, Sledgehammer rules. Yeah, it does. That song slaps. Big time, also. Yep. Oh, Peter Gabriel's a good musician. (laughs) Jeff, put every Peter Gabriel song at the end of this episode. Thanks, Jeff. God, it's gonna be such a big file. (laughs) I'm already running out of space on my server. I have to talk to DreamHost and figure out what to do about that. Get rid of the old stuff. Yeah, delete uh, seeing Reddit. We're we're one of those Mario levels where as you run forward, the ground behind you disappears. I was thinking about deleting, like, deleting creepy podster or something and just replace it like here it is on a zip file if you want it <laughs> i'll mail you a cd yeah, yeah, i'll put, a, I'll put the... a zip on my google drive and you can just have it that way but for the theme of the show that's an interesting idea or being like no there never was a creepy podster podcast what are you talking about yeah what if i just, you just don't... mix all of the audio files together into one file and post that as all of creepy podster have them all playing at the same time at 12 yeah. times speed then it yep. would just sound like this podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Friggin' got him. Yep. <laughs> Take that, creepy podster. Yep. Okay, uh, so, Jeff, what did you do this week? Oh my god, I'm going first. I know. Uh, so I played some games online with coworkers. Oh. Um, because it was... Were, were these mind games? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was the... Um, when I say game, I mean in the sense of, like, something that you hunt. Uh, and, oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> we right. hunted the most the dangerous most game. Dangerous game. <laughs> I thought maybe you were wearing a giant hat and telling them that you didn't want to have sex with them. What? Um, like the game? Is that what he does? Yeah. Oh, for, for like, nagging? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I got you. The game. Enter. <laughs> the game is a rapper. There's is a he... guy who teaches people to pick up people. Mystery? Mystery. I thought the oh. game was too, though, Matt. Whatever you are thinking incorrectly, I'm also thinking. Oh, about. the game is that expose book about pickup artists. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. Was yes. it by Mystery? Uh, it was no. about Mystery. It was by an investigative reporter named Neil Strauss. Oh, well, that's no fun. It was um, about Mystery, and it was okay. what kind of got Mystery into the public eye enough that he could do that book that was about nagging people. He did a, yeah, the VH1 show, The Pickup Artist. Yes, that's right. Even though the book was about how this guy's a total asshole. Yeah. Yep. And also the documentary, and everything, and his entire existence is about how he's an asshole. (laughs) I wonder if, you know, there's like a a genre of film adaptation where the, the movie adapts the source material while also making fun of it. 
You right. know what I mean? Like the Wolf of Wall a mo- Street. A mockumentary is Not- what it would be if it was real. Yeah. I, I mean like Wolf of Wall Street. Like that was okay. based on the guy, like the main character in the movie wrote his autobiography about how he was cool and then the movie made fun of him. Right. The problem with that is that it's far too subtle because I think yeah. the kinds of people who think that that guy is awesome still thought he was awesome yeah. after yeah. watching the movie. We've talked about this with Starship Troopers where it's too subtle uh-huh. about how you're not supposed to I- think this thing is cool. I don't think Starship Troopers is subtle. <laughs> uh, well, the, also, people completely get the wrong message from it, though. Because the book it's based on is pro-fascism. All right, right. yeah. Yeah, that is another example, uh, and American Psycho is one, too, where the movie is directed by a woman and clearly hates all these people, but, like, Brett Easton Ellis was one of those guys and loved them. I think that, though, it's interesting because I think that that sort of shallow read is a shorter-term impact of the film, because both of those examples, um, uh, American Psycho and Starship Troopers, I think you're right that in the moment when they first came out, there was that reaction, but as time has gone on, society at large has been like, that's the wrong read of this, and the right read of this is this other thing. And I wonder if the same thing will happen for Wolf of Wall Street. I don't think anyone is still like, oh yeah, American Psycho's actually about good people. (laughs) I still think people think it's cool, though, on a shallow level. Yeah. I don't think that's true. The thing about cool is that cool changes very quickly. People unironically really liked the movie Joker. Yes, but that's short term. What I'm saying is I think long term, after a while, after all of the shallow people have moved on, society as a whole will regard that movie the way it is intended to be. Sure, over time, but... That, what my point is, Joker is the same movie as American Psycho or Taxi Driver. It's just, like, right. not as good. But it's yeah, the same right. thing of, like, ooh, it's some guy who gets so pissed off that he kills people. Doesn't that whip ass? <laughs> yes, but here's the thing. Stupid people never learn. That's So they'll fall for the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Oh, well. So you played a game with your coworkers, I think. <laughs> yeah, you pick up artist them, is what I uh, mean. Yeah, I played the game. Uh, oh, I lost it. The, the game. I hate that. <laughs> I can't believe anyone would ever would I still hate, do that. I hate it. Then don't. Then stop. I had to. I've. We got to fit as many in there as possible. Yeah. Um, I guess so. So. there's a a thing we're doing lately, which is having to play games over Google Hangouts or Zoom instead of in real life. Um, Mm -hmm. And this past week was supposed to have been our spring break. And then the mayor and the chancellor of schools and the head of the teachers union were all like... Actually, you have to still do, you still have to, like, post lessons and stuff this week, so everyone was pissed off and it sucked. Um, and we have some vague promise of being compensated for having that vacation taken away from us. Um, but my school was mostly like, nah, just post, like, an assignment and maybe some, like, very small thing to do every day. Um, and we're all just gonna do fun stuff. Um... But how come, I, ev- how come every industry doesn't have a spring break? I want a spring break. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah it'd be really nice. Um, <clears throat> but we played Secret Hitler over Zoom uh, on a website called SecretHitler.io. I want to play that. It's good. It's a good game. Um, I don't. 
I've gotten to the point where I feel like those hidden identity games kind of are starting to all feel samey. Is there is there something about Secret Hitler that makes it like stand out from Mafia or Werewolf or any of those other ones? Yes, um, because the issue with Mafia and Werewolf is you just randomly accuse people, and that is stupid. Um, there is some amount of actual like strategy and information you can get with Secret Hitler, because mm. everyone takes turn being president, and when you're the president, you nominate a chancellor, and then everybody votes on whether or not to allow that to be the next, like, government that passes laws. Okay. Um, and then the laws are three random cards drawn from a deck. Some of the policies are fascist policies. Some of the policies are liberal policies. Okay. Nobody kn- The fascists know who each other and Hitler is in the group. Hitler and the liberals do not know who anybody else's identity is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sort of a game of based on the laws that get passed. Uh, so the president chooses one of those laws to discard without showing anyone and then passes it to the chancellor who chooses one of them to pass and then the other gets discarded without anyone seeing it. Uh, so based on what laws get passed and what the president and chancellor claimed to have drawn, uh, you make your conclusions about who is who. Sounds very complicated. I'm sure it's easier when you're playing it. Yes, it is much simpler to play than it is to explain, um, but it it ends up... The the way the fascists either have to pass five policies to win, or pass three policies, and then elect Hitler as chancellor. Mm-hmm. Is um, this game extremely problematic in the modern po- political environment? Um, in the in that it implies that the German government accidentally elected mm-hmm. Hitler chancellor. I <laughs> yes. guess that's what um, I was thinking. <laughs> but it is definitely like the fascists are positioned as the bad guys. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they are in real life, too, but they still seem to be winning a lot, and that yeah. makes me sad. I mean, they're not positioned as the bad guys in real life. They're positioned in uh, major uh, places of authority where uh, their views are considered legitimate opinions. Yes, yeah. but they're still the bad guys in any sense. Yeah. Like, being in power doesn't make you less of a bad guy. No, I agree, but this is like... Real life doesn't have a point of view that it's in imbuing into itself, mm-hmm. uh, whereas a work of art like a game has like a, a clear point of view about its subject matter. Yeah, but I think it's also like you were saying a little bit maybe of a problem of recasting it as oh well no one could have predicted that this was going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing we could have done. It is I a- also find uh, in general i mean i i like the the idea of the mechanics behind this i find it a little bit troubling the way in which people sometimes whimsically treat uh, a person like hitler in history yeah <clears throat> where um, they're like haha isn't it funny to think about like if hitler was a baby and what it would be like to take care of him in a nursery or whatever like yeah, well, that's definitely the debate that everyone has. <laughs> I mean, that there, there, there is a game of that, is what I'm saying. Oh, there really? Are, there are lots of yeah. There's yeah. a there's an evil baby orphanage game that is similar in <laughs> this way. Anyway, um, yeah. I mean, that's always the problem with this, and it makes me think of all of those games like Wolfenstein and stuff, where like the whole process is to just shoot Nazis because we all used to agree that Nazis were just bad, and now reframing that, looking at it, it's like, uh, this makes me sad, actually, because there are people in the world now who are, would be upset, who would be offended by the idea that Nazis are okay to shoot. Yeah. Um, 
It is a Creative Commons game, and people have made homebrew reskins where it's uh, something less, you know, uh, topical or controversial than Secret Hitler. I bet there's a Game of Thrones version. I bet there is. Probably. (laughs) I saw somebody did a Star Wars one where it's Secret Palpatine or whatever. (laughs) I instantly a thousand times more want to play those games, so I guess it is specifically the Hitler thing that was turning me off to this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's also like... Secret Secret Palpatine is a lot more like they did accidentally make him chancellor. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. is one of the villains in that one fucking Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> like the real villain of the Star Wars movies? Uh, the true, the true bastard. Yeah. Um. So that's been that's been fun to do is trying to figure out uh, the. SecretHitler.io has installed many new servers, well, at least one new server, because everyone is trying to play it online right now because we can't interact in person. Yep. Uh, does this game, I'm wondering, devolve immediately, like the Jackbox game where some people are aliens, into wild accusations <laughs> that people make to each other? Uh, it depends. I had one coworker who was taking notes the entire time and mm. then making decisions and informed by those notes. Um, but then it turned out that she was one of the fascists. <laughs> that makes sense for somebody who takes notes all the time. <laughs> was her name Madame Lafarge? <laughs> I don't get it. Ah! There's gotcha. a, a reference to Tale of Two Cities. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Which two cities is that about? London and Paris. <laughs> Jeff, have you read a book? Uh, I Jeff, haven't read long, teacher. boring books from 150 years <laughs> ago. It's so. like 200 pages long, and it's very good, actually. It's <laughs> it one of my favorite boring. books. Oh. <clears throat> you gotta know that basic part of history, Jeff, <laughs> so, yeah. so you can trick people. That's no. that's all anyone needs to know about history, just enough to trick other people. Like what a book is? That's not history, <laughs> that's books. <laughs> you can't fool me. That's literature. literature. <laughs> Guys, I just want to say it's Madame Defarge, not Lafarge. I am very sorry. Yeah, Jordy Lafarge. We yes. all know. <laughs> oh, secret. Uh, Picard. No, that's no good. No, that's nothing. <laughs> Secret <Yeah>. Borg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except, oh my god, that would be amazing if you had to cosplay as the thing. No, listen. <laughs> I know that I have this weird satellite dish coming out of my eyeball, but I'm not a Borg, I swear. Yeah, I just think the Borg has really good policies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what'd you do this week, Louisa? Um, not a whole lot of stuff, <laughs> but, uh, what's good to talk about? I went out for a walk the other day out in mm-hmm. a, a park. Uh, I never know what to call it. It's not really a hike because I'm not really going up a mountain or anything, but yeah. I'm not like on paths. I'm like out on a trail through the woods. So Did you see a lot of other people out? Uh, I think I, I went early in the morning. I went at 9am and I think I saw a total of four other people. Because here's something I've been noticing. I I usually like to take a walk like once a week, and I've definitely been doing it more since the quarantine began, Mm -hmm. but I'm seeing 1,000% more people out (laughs) walking, and I guess that makes sense. But also, like, you guys know you could have been doing this all the whole time, right? (laughs) You didn't have to wait for this. I don't go for walks specifically because there's too many goddamn people out, and I, Mm. like, don't feel comfortable coming within 20 feet of them. (laughs) Well, yes, but you're out in a city, whereas I'm in a... I'm also... I guess it's also a city. The thing is, when you talk about the town I live in, and you have to say it's city, because technically it is, that makes it seem a lot more city-like than it is. Yeah, that's because it has a steeple? Is that what makes it a city? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) We're a commonwealth. No, Pennsylvania's a commonwealth. 
Um, but it's surrounded on three sides by a lot of nature preserves. So it's nice right now. They've waived uh, park parking fees. Normally you'd have to pay $3, which isn't a big deal, but it's a big deal to try to get three physical dollars to put in the envelope. And mm. they've waived all the fees, at least until May. So I can get it for free. Pretty good. It's really nice. Yeah. Just walk on those trails. So I'm going to try yeah. to do that three times a week so I don't go insane. Yeah. I mean, it, it is nice. I like to... I like to, like, take a walk eating an apple in the morning. That's a good... It makes me feel like I'm a, a country person. <laughs> a country mouse. <laughs> yes, exactly. Doing your cosplay, wearing your flannel and your... Mm-hmm. your uh, uh, it's hard to, weird knit hats. It's hard to eat that apple with that stalk of wheat in my mouth also. Running <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your penny farthing. Yeah. The, low, the low brim of your straw hat keeps getting in the way, too. Yeah, it's true. Um, one of the, on one of the walks that I took recently, Jen and I took a walk on Easter, we found a lot of bones. Mm, what like, kind of bones? A lot of bones. One was Lisa's def- are so excited for these bones. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about these bones. One was definitely a turtle. That one, those huh. ones are obvious because there's sh- the whole shell. <laughs> yeah, they still look like a turtle. They're just like white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the identifiable, identifiable parts of a turtle stay. <laughs> <laughs> after the rest is gone. Yeah, um, these are like skin. that one up. No. Mm, were you tempted? I would have been. We were and we were trying to decide like is this something that we should quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> Not because of coronavirus but just in general. Because you I mean, get salmonella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you something. Got, you got to get one of those UV lights that like uh, uh, kills germs. Okay, I thought you were talking about those, like, so you can see cum and see outside. <laughs> it's probably the same light, right? Yeah, check the uh, woods for that. Before you go on yeah, a see if anybody jizzed on that turtle shell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's an extremely specific fetish. Mm. Anyway, oh the other God. one was like, <sighs> it, it was maybe a house cat or like a a fox or something. It was like a little skull. Yeah, it was a skull with very pointy teeth, mm-hmm. uh, and like the eye socket part had kind of crumbled in a little bit, so it's kind of hard to tell the top shape. Mm-hmm. Um, but its whole spine was there and everything. Mm-hmm. Everything was completely picked clean. I think it must have been like hawks or vultures or something that that yeah. ate these things. But uh, yeah, it was very cool. But they were all kind of in the same area, and it was kind of spooky. <laughs> Uh, you should have taken at least the turtle shell, is what I think. And why didn't you take any photos? Uh, Jen might have. I didn't, because mm. I didn't want to hang around them that much. But Jen really did, because mm. she's extremely goth. <laughs> so. Uh, Bones, Scrimshaw's a good project for uh, your quarantine. Yeah. What is Scrimshaw? What? Yeah, that's right. Is that the one where you crack a turtle shell to see the future? No. <laughs> like an egg? <laughs> no. No, yeah, there's, and then there you is... pour the yolk into a pan and you make turtle eggs. <laughs> That's very good. No, there's a, um, I forget what it is, but it's the same sort of uh, school of fortune telling as the, the, the entrails? sticks. Oh, okay. No, the, the sticks in a, that you toss on the ground. What are those things called? Pick up sticks. I know what you're talking about. Casting bones. Anyway, there's a thing where you, if you put water in a turtle shell and then boil all the water away and until the turtle shell cracks, supposedly the shape of the crack tells the future. I don't know. This is a thing. I'm not making this up. Okay. Oh, this one's this, the crack is shaped like a big thumbs down. What does that mean? <laughs> this is just telling me the past and present. <laughs> 
Uh, that sounds really good. I only saw flowers and birds, which was nice, cool. but I didn't see anything important or major. I see deer sometimes, but not this time. I see a lot of extremely angry geese. Yeah, I wasn't near any water, but I'm sure. Yeah. They're on high alert right now. They have a lot of goslings. Yeah, I guess that's true. And no bread to eat. <laughs> yeah, they've gone bread mad. <laughs> <laughs> As have we all, really. Oh, yeah, true. that's true. Oh, oh wait, they might have... They might have more bread to eat, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sad part, that farmers are just plowing their fields of bread under, and all these geese are going hungry. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm imagining, like, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Yes, exactly. Uh, I can't believe that Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, the, that book didn't end with everyone being murdered by cockroaches who have taken over society. Well, the it book was a children's book, leaving. Matt. The book ended with them leaving that town for forever, <laughs> whereas the movie I don't think did. Yeah, that's the the movie is Bullshit. the movie is so bizarre because the book is an extremely good example of magical realism. Yes, yeah. and the the movie is like. A weird, like, I guess Despicable Me ripoff? Is that what they were going for? Yeah, I mean, the mad scientist is uh, not evil, like in Despicable Me, but he is still a mad scientist. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand why you need that. Like, I think the people who made that movie vastly overestimated kids need to have an explanation for things, because I feel like if you just, like in the book, if you were just like, one day it started raining pancakes, kids would be like, I'm on board with this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And also issue, I would also be on board with that. That would rule. (laughs) Uh, I think the issue is that can't maintain an hour and a half long movie, so you need, like, characters and plot. That's probably I don't true. know. I feel like you could do a magical realism take on that, where it's just like, I mean, it would descend into a horror movie yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah, it would become, once those pancakes started raining down, it would become the birds. Is what would I don't want, like, Charlie Kaufman's Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh, it's so depressing. Don't. That sounds awesome. That like, sounds extremely good. Society yeah. instantly devolves into cannibalism. Noah Baumbach presents Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yes. Just a really great. sad, like, it's got uh, Adrian Brody in it. Yep. Mm. Okay. I remember, did you guys read that book when you were kids? I know Louisa did. Yeah. Yes. I remember one picture of an old man with a mustache licking his lips looking at a meatball. <laughs> and that haunts me to this day. <laughs> Those pictures are very good. That was really the appeal of that book, just looking yes. at the pictures. Yeah. Oh, That's man, true. and thinking about how much you loved to eat food. <laughs> That's true. I can't deny that. It is true, and all the foods in there were so good and and, uh, tantalizing. Mm. Is that a thing that has, has, is that specific to people who had their childhood or adolescence in the 1990s, uh, thinking that, like, food from movies and books and cartoons looks delicious? No, I I don't think think so. so. I mean, certainly cartoons didn't have well okay here's what i will say since the dawn of cartoons they've been making food seem way more delicious than it is yeah and i think everyone has believed that and even before that i feel like there are lots of books that are basically just like get super horny for this meal i'm describing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. i guess it's did the... that a little bit speaking of dickens again I remember, Louisa, you specifically telling me how uh, how much you wanted to eat dirt after reading um, <laughs> Voyage of the Dawn Treader, yeah. <laughs> where they have a big feast of dirt. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> 
I remember the the thing that throws most people off from Chronicles of Narnia is Turkish Delight, which is not actually a tasty treat at all. Here, no, here's the thing. It that's, is. That's true in the modern sense. If you get, like, gas station Turkish Delight, which does exist, but if you have true Turkish Delight, which is boiled down fruit syrups... It's amazing. It's delicious. Of course, it's incredibly expensive because you need a lot of fruit to make a really good one. Mm. So yep. it is very good, but the ones that you can get are the worst equivalent. Yep. Uh, anyway, my walk was good. Nothing rained on me except sleet, which was confusing because as I was coming out of the woods, I'm like, what? It's like little shards of glass are hitting me. What is this? I mean, that's kind of a food falling out of the sky. <laughs> I guess so. It felt bad. It felt like I was yeah. being sandpapered lightly. I didn't like Did it. Did you know there was a sequel to the book, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? I've heard of it, By the same people? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't it's called Cloudy time? with a Chance of Meatballs 2, Pickles mm. to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Jesus, I, like I hate that so much. <laughs> I'm not even making this up. There's a third one! Shh, Cloudy with a it. Chance of Meatballs 3, The Planet of the Pies. <laughs> I, I, want, I want the titles to have a different forecast. Yeah, oh, exactly. yes. You're Cloudy with a chance right. of meatballs, and the second one is, uh, like, 350 degrees with guaranteed pie or something. And then the third one is severe bagel storm warnings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give us something. Three inches of macaroni over the next four days. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, Matt, what did you do this week? <laughs> It's not going to be as funny as talking about Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, I'll tell you that right now. Um, I So, I I know my own mind well enough to know that in times of crisis, what I really want is to play games that give me a sense of total control. You think thoughts with your own mind, so you know that you're not going crazy. Exactly. You're yourself in check. If I thought I was going crazy, they would be coming from a mind that I thought was crazy, so I couldn't possibly take it seriously. Exactly. Think about that. Yeah, that's just what the devil outside the jar wants you to think. Yep. Uh, no. So, uh, a good game that has given me that feeling in past times of trouble are games like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and XCOM, the kind of games where you are an omniscient overseer controlling a group of people fighting for a good cause. Complicated Mm -hmm. chess. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, And so, I took a crack at a new game, newish game, uh, that came out a couple months ago called Phoenix Point. Have you heard of this game? No. No. It's by the guy who created XCOM, um, and he wanted to make... He he felt like the XCOM series had gone a little bit too um, simplistic, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's that's not maybe the word I want to say. But, like, uh, the, the way the XCOM games work, for people who don't know, you play a group of people who are fighting against an alien invasion, and you basically have, like, a base... Uh, where you build research labs to invent technologies to make your soldiers better so that you can fight off aliens better, and the two systems sort of feed into each other, where the more aliens you kill, the more technology you steal from them to reverse engineer weapons to fight against them so you can kill them better, etc. The problem with XCOM, in my mind, which is an an excellent series, but that feedback loop falls apart pretty quickly because eventually you have the same weapons as the aliens do and then there's no more. Mm, okay. <clears throat> uh, this game is about 
a similar invasion, except instead of aliens, it is a Cthulhu-esque virus that has taken over crabs and made them into monsters. (laughs) And then when the crabs pinch humans, the humans become monsters as well. Um, So it's all Earth-based, but it's still a sort of a sci-fi invasion story. Um, But what's interesting is... It takes place hundreds of years after the invasion happened, where there's huh. only a few pockets of human humanity left. Uh, and as you go, you discover other pockets of humanity that have dealt with the situation in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you have the opportunity as the player to develop your own style of surviving and helping your soldiers survive as a hybrid of all of these other sort of philosophies on survival. So you, like, you meet one group who has decided to embrace the virus, and their scientists have used parts of the virus to mutate humanity to be better soldiers to fight against the crab monsters. Um, and then you meet other people who have like uh, it, it, it developed advanced te- technology and weapons, and other people who have started like adding bionic supplements to their bodies and made themselves into sort of semi-machines. The latest group that I just found are a group of people who amputate all of the parts of their body and replace them with machines until eventually they're just all robots. Um, Yeah, it's very horrible. And, like, all of these groups are not represented as sci-fi bullshit but as actual like it the story is such that you can understand how they got to where they are and how deeply horrified and terrified the people must have been to make the kinds of choices they made mm-hmm. um so like the the leader of the faction of the robot people uh like his whole family died and so he started replacing parts of his body to be immune to the virus and like other people wanted that immunity more than they wanted to feel feelings anymore and like yeah i get that that makes sense uh and it's very sad but also makes them terrifying so anyway it's super good um i I haven't played all the way to the end yet but i appreciate that Unlike in XCOM, where there's one tech tree that you just move up and then you have all of it, this one, like, you can have a a soldier who is a mutated crab monster that also has a missile launcher in their back and also, like, is able to read minds and things like that, and that makes it way more complex and thus pretty fun. So the fact that it's like a um, pandemic (laughs) taking over, that doesn't uh, mess with your brain? No, um... Because you have control. Yeah, well, partially because you have control, and partially just because, like, unlike with the real-world pandemic, in this one the pandemic has a face, which is a crab face, that I could shoot off. (laughs) Okay, Mm. I gotcha. So. uh, Uh, Is that crab a metaphor for the government or something? Sure. Oh, listen, if somebody wants to go and shoot off the face of all the government, I'm I'm on board with that, too. Parody. Satire. (laughs) Yes. We're joking. We don't mean it. The government doesn't have a face. It's not like one frontman, charismatic frontman, could be representative of all the failings of our government. Yeah, that would be crazy (laughs) if we put that much power in one complete idiot. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Oh, guys, when are we going to write the Twilight Zone already? (laughs) Uh, I think we already did. There was an episode in the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone about exactly this. Of course there was. Well, there was in every iteration of the Twilight Zone. It seemed like it was going to be way more like this, but then I watched that episode and it wasn't as much like this as everyone said it was. I mean, it was just disturbingly enough like this, is the problem. Yeah, I guess so. The problem is the number of direct quotes that were in that episode that weren't 
even edited even a little bit coming out of the mouth of a child and yeah. it's fit and made sense for him to say it anyway um <laughs> so time i think it's time yeah. yeah oh but i i will just say if anyone out there likes xcom and xcom 2 and wants more i highly recommend phoenix point it's very good. all right I um, hate it when people in podcasts talk about something they recommend, and then they say the name at the beginning when I don't care, uh, yeah. and then by the time they've sold <laughs> me on it, I'm like, fuck, yeah, that sounds great. What is it called again? And I've forgotten. So, Phoenix Point. Okay, go, Jeff. Okay. Um, the the first one we got was not a valid community, but just to let you know, it was Everything Auto Answers. That's oh, a shame. No. We know uh, lots about cars. Yeah, so I'm going to delete that from the list, which oh, will I thought refresh it was, our randomization. I thought it was going to be one of those things where, like, like you autofill an answer to a question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy, here we, <laughs> yes. here we go, folks. This is going to be a tough ride. One Piece Wiki. Oh, oh no! We all <laughs> almost know about this one. Yeah! Uh, I know so very little about this about this. Yeah, same. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I do know was, it's an anime. There was that um, anime-inspired MMORPG that came out a little while ago, and I was, for one second, tempted to try it, and then I realized how much of it was One Piece, and I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the issue um. with One Piece is that it is so long. I think there's like 85 volumes of the manga so far, and it's not even close to done. I saw the other day, somebody posted on Twitter uh, something that, like, a, a political comment that I found insightful, and so I clicked on it to, to read the rest of the thread, and the, the next thing was like, oh man, this really blew up more than I thought it would, you know, like people do when they're promoting their SoundCloud or whatever. Yeah. But they just said, oh man, this really blew up more than I thought it would. Uh, I guess I recommend everyone go out there and watch one piece. It's <laughs> like that's what you're doing with your fame. <laughs> guess, guess the number of the most recent episode of the anime One Piece that aired on April twelfth, twenty twenty. No, uh, two thousand and sixty. Uh, Louisa said no. Matt said two thousand sixty. It is the nine hundred twenty eighth episode. Okay, all right. So right in between, right in between those two answers. <laughs> yep. Closing in on a thousand episodes for this thing that I'm pretty sure started in the twenty first century. So uh, the background we've got here is an old timey uh, sepia tone map. Doesn't seem to show anything specific. Uh, then the logo is, it says One Piece Wiki, and, and there's a skull and crossbones. The skull has like a straw hat on. Uh, the I in Peace is a little red silhouette of a figure. And then the E for the end of Peace is an anchor with a rope, which goes all the way back to where the skull has the rope in his mouth. Is this pirate themed? Yes. yes. Okay. I've seen the character from it, the main character, who is just like a dumb looking average guy, and he's got a straw hat. Is he supposed to be a farmer or something? I don't get one. No, he's a pirate who has stretchy powers for some reason. Oh, no. So, here's a question. As I understand it, the title One Piece refers to the one piece of treasure, like, people want to put together all of the pirate treasure into one piece or something. And the thing that turns me off the most about this anime, I think, is that every anime has that thing where there's something that's badly translated into English and then everyone's like, no, just accept it. That's what this is. And to put that in the title of your fucking show is infuriating to me. Agreed. No one has ever said one piece. That's not a phrase. That means nothing. Yeah, I hate it. 
I hate it very much. Well, that makes it easily Googleable then. But you can't do that. You're not allowed to. You are not enough of a cultural force to make this into a commonly used phrase. You can in your fictional world where pirates have stretchy powers. I hate it. I also hate random featured article that's a guy with purple hair. His name is Pudding Pudding, and I hate it. Oh yeah, the names in this series are just abominable. (sighs) It's extremely anime. Everything about this is the most anime thing. (laughs) I hate that. The main guy's name, the guy in the red coat with the big eyes, is named Monkey D. Luffy. Oh, I've heard that before. I hate that, too. Yeah. Uh, and the the pirate who uh, gathered all the treasure that is now known as the One Piece is named Gold D. Roger. So, like, is this supposed to be dumb? Like, I'm not saying this- I mean, it is run- for children. I understand, but, like, is it is it mocking of itself? Oh, uh, I think- Probably, like I'm, I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it's comedic in nature. So I can't imagine that it would take itself too seriously. But I mean, like, is it comedic in nature in the style of this guy being like, "Hi, my name is Monkey Bullshit" or whatever you said, <laughs> and then somebody else is like, "Well, that's an incredibly stupid name. My name is Joe." <laughs> I really I liked know. how much that worked in a much better pirate property, <laughs> The Treasure of Monkey Island. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> With the character Guybrush Threepwood, uh, and people were constantly like, that's a terrible name that you have. Yes. Oh, somebody should make an anime of uh, Secret of Monkey Island. <laughs> I think they did, and it's called One Piece. There is a random quote in here, and I'm not gonna- I'm just- I'm not going to read it, but I am going to tell you that there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten exclamation points in this, uh, two-line long quote. Cool. Yes. It's too much. Also, the last chapter is called Begging Your Pardon! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. What? You need to stop. You need to tone this down. I need to reset my thoughts about this, because I thought the main character was supposed to be like a country bumpkin, because he has a straw hat and clothes are that are all ragged. He has that shape. piece of wheat in his mouth, like I made oh, a joke exactly. about earlier. So is he then instead supposed to be like a bumpkin fisherman? Because what is his deal? He's not supposed to be cool, obviously. Uh, that straw hat was given to him by the aforementioned Goldie Roger. But is that like a fisherman's hat? I don't get what his thing is supposed <laughs> to be. I don't know. <laughs> is, right. his, is his stretchy power from that stalk of wheat in his mouth? I don't... I don't actually know for sure if the stretchy power is, like, he has superpowers, or if it's just something they do as, like, a sight gag often. Is this somehow a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure thing? Yeah, I'm always vigilant about that. that could be (laughs) Yeah, you always have to keep out. You never know when JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is You never know when you're listening to a person who seems reasonable, and then they mention fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and you have to stop listening to them. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way about professional wrestling, the same thing I've talked about before. (laughs) Professional wrestling is just live-action anime. So many people that I know and respect from, like, college and life in general, who I don't talk to often but see online sometimes, I will be like, this is a reasonable person whose opinion I respect, and then they will be like, I love like WWE enough to have strong opinions about the the matchups between these characters and I'm just like I cannot ever listen to anything you say ever again. <laughs> it's everyone's favorite sports anime is WWE. <laughs> it's so ridiculous that an adult would care about that 
at all. I'm fascinated to know, uh, what are the rules of the sport that they play in the television program WWE? Yeah. It doesn't seem to have rules, but, like, the within the fiction, they are all athletes performing a sport. There are referees, so someone must know the rules. Maybe it's just we, the audience, don't. Yeah, I maybe it's maybe it's like Yu-Gi-Oh, and we have to wait for them to release a tie-in product that oh my has God. to have rules. Guys, if somebody made a WWE trading card game, they would make a trillion dollars. <laughs> there must have been one in the eighties, right? I don't I'm, know. Well, there were no trading card games as as oh, we know yeah. them until Magic, I just mean which was like ninety. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, I'm not talking sure. about trading cards. Specifically okay. trading card game. Yeah, <laughs> I I think that a res- I think that the wrestling expanded universe material needs to be way more. Like there needs to be comic books about these guys. There needs to be a trading card game. The video games guys, fine. Guys. Mm-mm. Guys. Yeah. There is. <laughs> oh! There is a trading card game called WWE, WWE Tops Slam Attacks with an X. The trading card game. Oh, I found another one called Raw Deal. Yes, I see that also. That may be related. No, this is a different. There are two trading oh card games. Oh my god, there's multiple. I, is Raw Deal real wrestlers though this the guy on the cover of raw deal looks like a fake guy uh yeah it's got like the rock and okay. stone cold steve austin and such all right we, we have to move on yeah. one piece um so i got my random page which i'm not going to mention yet but from that i clicked on the term straw hat pirates which is because okay. i wanted to know what this is all about doesn't really tell me but the main protagonist a monkey uh, is the leader of the straw hat pirates and their symbol is a Jolly Roger with a straw hat on it. Oh, his name is Monkey and he has stretchy powers like Journey into the West. Yes. East? West. Journey to the West. Journey to the West. Yes. Okay, now I get it. Okay, so he is just a Goku then. <laughs> uh, Goku is less of a monkey than this guy if this guy has stretchy powers because Goku is neither a trickster nor does he have stretchy powers, which is right. Like but his name people. was Son Goku and he had a little monkey tail and Dragon Ball was just a, a Journey to the West like riff. I get that, but it also seems very strongly to me like the people who made Dragon Ball Z had not actually read Journey to the West. Oh, they, Dragon Ball Z, forget about it. Or Dragon that Ball. Is, yeah, Dragon Ball is a little more direct. Dragon Ball Z, they're just like, nah, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm yes. done with that conceit. We're changing it to aliens now. Yes, that's true. Uh, so, Matt, you're going to get angry, because I'm already angry. <laughs> the, the ship... That is uh, ca- uh, crewed by the uh, Straw Oh my Hat god, players. I'm so excited to hear this. <laughs> Apparently they had one, it's crossed out, and it has a, uh, <laughs> it has a run, so I guess it sank or something, and that okay. ship was called Going Merry, which oh. I hate. Okay, alright, alright. And their current ship is called Thousand Sunny, which I also That's- fucking hate. The thing is that it's so close to being good. Yeah! <laughs> you could make it good, but you yeah, didn't. Yeah, you didn't. You sure didn't. Ugh. I actually feel like this anime encapsulates something that I have a problem with in pop culture in general, which is there is a certain sect of of fandom that, uh, that will appreciate an attempt at being good as much as something that's actually good. Does that make sense? Yes. I have no idea if this thing is good or not, because I refuse to engage with it in any capacity. (laughs) 
yes, that's fair. I just feel like there's a lot of, like, like, there's a, when you just make a joke by saying a random thing, that's not as good a joke as a joke where you thought of a good thing to say and then said it, right? We can all agree on that? Yes. I guess, yeah, sure. And the best, the best joke seems random because it's so out there, but then when you find out in the ways in which it's not random, it's even better. Yes. Exactly. I mean, like, I think the thing that happened was our generation is terrible. And the reason our generation is terrible is because of Pinky and the Brain. Allow me to explain. <laughs> no, that's part of it for sure. Brain was, see, was like the bully on that show. And yet he was definitely the better character in terms of being interesting and funny. And yet a certain subset of our generation fell in love with Pinky, a character who had no purpose, and his only contribution comedically was saying random words that did that weren't jokes. Yeah. And some people somehow got it in their minds that that could be as good or better than a joke that actually made sense. It's yeah, easier, it's very... that's the thing. Yes, and easier isn't the same thing as good. Yeah, it's 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 that uh that problem that expanded then into Freakazoid, also from Warner Brothers and, and Invader Zim, which was yeah Nickelodeon. Uh, oh man, Invader Zim was like much later, and it still had that. God, that that's the defining thing of like the '90s to maybe 2007, isn't it? I mean, it? I kind of think it's still going. I haven't watched it, but I, as I understand it, some stuff like. Isn't Phineas and Ferb kind of this also? I have no idea. We covered it on that wiki, and I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we see it all the time in our fanfiction wikis, where people are like, you know, uh, I'm writing fanfiction about My Little Ponies, but oh, look, there's a cheese sandwich here. Ha ha! Get it? Cheese sandwich. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a pony. Yeah, I got you. That's the joke. Cheese sandwich, I get it. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely paying attention. And not Can watching I... five videos that play all at once when you go to any of these pages. <laughs> you need an ad blocker, Louise. <laughs> no, no, I mean... Download an ad blocker. No, I mean the ones that are embedded in this page oh. <laughs> about this insane anime. Are you watching anime. five episodes of One Piece at the same time? <laughs> it feels like it. Every every time it cuts to a different scene, it's something completely different about a completely different set of characters. <laughs> So, uh, it appears that Monkey D is his family name, because his dad is Monkey D Dragon, and his grandpa is Monkey D Garp. Yes. The world according to Monkey D Garp. Anyway, (laughs) um, I would like to talk about one thing on the homepage of this wiki before we go into random pages, which is, did you read it, Louisa? Uh, no, I didn't. I should go back and do that, huh? Do that, and then I'll say my thing. Alright, let me, oh no, don't do that. Okay. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> Close the page by accident. Whoops! No, I clicked on the wrong thing. Oh Shit. my god! <laughs> You're falling apart! Uh, everything's good! <laughs> Welcome to One Piece Wiki. Uh, read the first chapter or latest chapter. Watch the first episode or latest episode. Sail into the world of One Piece, and there's a million pictures. It's very busy. Hello and welcome to the One Piece Wiki, the encyclopedia for the anime and manga One Piece that anyone can edit. Please feel free to contribute. It's usual stuff. Uh, everything related to Ichiro Oda and his most notable work, One Piece, online. From all the editors here at the One Piece Wiki, thank you for your contributions. Okay, now the thing I want to talk about is that banner that says Sail into the World of One Piece that you talked about. Yes. So it's done, so the main button, there's a bunch of different buttons, but the big one um, is done in the style of that, like, uh, medieval Japanese 
art of like the brush painting. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Is there a name for that? I don't know. I don't know either, but I do know exactly what you're talking about. It's like it's there's the famous uh, the, um, the famous wave painting. and then Mount yeah. Fuji. Yeah, 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 yeah. The wave is a is a is a woodcut print. That's true, but these are all very closely related and from the same time period. These yes, art and styles. done in the same style, art style. Okay. Um. Anyway, it seems like this is. I don't know if this is actually from the manga or if this is like fan art or what. But this looks. Some of this looks good and interesting to me. Specifically, <laughs> the left half of this drawing, which shows <laughs> uh, a couple of shogun-looking people with like a a lion man between them, and then below it. Uh, a very happy-looking skeleton with a giant afro made of smoke wearing a kimono. Yes. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> I've seen this character in some of these crazy videos that you keep playing, and he does seem to have a huge afro. I love this character. I want to. I kind of want to watch One Piece just for this skeleton man. He's great. Uh, I, I found his name before. I think it's Brooke. That's a human name. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, Brooke is such a powerful name for a skeleton monster. <laughs> yeah, uh, Soul King Brooke. Soul oh, King is the no. part that's in quotes, though. That's much worse. I think Brooke <laughs> is his name, and some people call him the Soul King. No, I don't like that any at all. All of a sudden, I hate it. Could we change his name to just, like, Courtney? Making sure. him a gender-neutral Courtney? Yes. Mm. Sure. Okay, in my in my head canon, that's what's happening. Uh, anyway, the rest of this is dumb bullshit. Okay, let's go into our random pages. <laughs> oh, there's something called Devil Fruit that gives people superpowers. Yeah, I've been trying to avoid clicking on that. Okay, too. now is I understand. Is this a weed metaphor? <laughs> Uh, no, it's just regular. It's fruit. I don't think it makes you high. I think it just gives you the ability to stretch or something. Mm, sounds like weed. <laughs> yeah, weed famously lets you stretch. Uh, I got a random. You think you can stretch? <laughs> I got a random page for a character named McKinley, okay. um, and he has on like uh, Aladdin-style pants where they're like puffed out and and cinched uh, at the waist. With mm-hmm. he has a belt on and a purple T-shirt. He's wearing like a, a sky blue admiral's jacket that appears to have no sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, it's got, like, epaulets, and the the back has, like, a little cape-shaped, like, wings, and the collar is like a guardrail for a balcony. <laughs> and he's wearing a white beret with a W and a B on it, and uh, reading the article, that stands for White Berets. Oh, I thought uh, this was a Warner Brothers thing. Yeah, no, he's one of the Warner Brothers, actually. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you say that his his coat has a cape that looks like wings. Have we entertained the possibility that this guy is an angel? Mm, no, we haven't. It does say that he's a man, though, in his appearance. Mm, well, in appearance, yes. Mm, he also has, like, a chin-strap goatee. Um, let's see. After time... What does he look like before time skip? Before time skip, he just doesn't have a goatee. That's the only difference. <laughs> 
That's pretty good. That's that's um, what's happened to everyone during every time skip, really. Yeah. Uh, McKinley is the captain of the White Berets, who tried to arrest the Straw Hat Pirates when they first arri- arrived in Sky Skypaya. Guys, are yeah, we? Yeah, I was wondering ta- how to pronounce that as well. Are we in a time skip right now? Skypia. Yeah, we are. Everything's felt exactly the same for weeks. Yeah, I think we might be in a time skip. Like, if somebody was going to be making a movie about this period of history, this would be the part they skip. Yeah. And so, my point is, after this is over, everyone, we all have to have goatees. Yeah, Louisa, get on it. You're going to have the most trouble with this. I don't know, Jeff. I think you might have the most trouble with this. Mm. I could just shave down to a goatee. But would you? That's the question. No, 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 no. I didn't say anything about losing facial hair. I just said you have to gain an additional goatee. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Imagine a little one around your eye. Well, that's a look. I mean, like, you cannot <laughs> deny that that's a look. Yeah, I, oh, I absolutely can't deny it. You're right. <laughs> what if you and I refuse the, to deny it. What if you grew one on the back of your head, Jeff? You could actually do that. <laughs> yeah, like Voldemort, just sitting back there. <laughs> just grow... Just that would be grow, awesome. Grow your hair on the back of your head and then have a friend shave it into the shape of a goatee. That would be fucking incredible. Here's the issue. I can't grow the hair anywhere on my head. That's why I shave it. Uh, Also, get a friend to do that? What are you saying, Matt? We're in a quarantine. You can't can't shave your own back of your head into the shape of a goatee with any kind of... Why you can't do it? Uh, Watch me. Is that why no one has done it yet? Yeah, that's why. We've all been trying. <laughs> so I'm having a weird realization by the fact that there's a Sky Skypaya uh, city, and uh, the White Berets sentence the Straw Hat Pirates to cloud drifting, which is a punishment of some kind. Are these Sky Pirates somehow? Because I thought they were water pirates this whole time. They they are water pirates. This um, guy's got cloud pants on also, yeah. which I feel like is sky-related. Yeah. Skypea is an island located in the sky. Yes. Above paradise. Is it Skypea because, like, pie in the sky? Is it a joke? I thought it was. Is it not? There's a thing- I don't think it is because it is pronounced Skypea. There's a thing called Pumpkin Cafe that I'm seeing in this drawing. Pumpkin pie, you see. Yeah, except mm. if you'll read the, the info, they're eating a bowl of pumpkin noodles at the Pumpkin Cafe, which is What upsetting. is that? That's not a thing? Yeah, the thing is, in Japan, a pumpkin is not an American-style pumpkin. It's like yeah. a green gourd. They yeah, wouldn't, I know. It wouldn't taste good, though. Noodles, you can't make noodles out of pumpkin. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. You shouldn't. <laughs> People do. You, you definitely shouldn't. Also, I like how in this pumpkin cafe picture, there are, like, serving girls we- wearing wings also. Mm-hmm. And they have antennas? Are these aliens? I think they have wings. I was reading a little bit of the article, and apparently the people who live on Skypea have wings. Okay, but they don't fly, because their wings are very small. Yeah. Hmm. Why do they have antenna? Uh. Are they aliens? <laughs> we can't, we're not going to be able to figure out any of this, by the way. <laughs> no, I feel like I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep looking at this picture. I'll get there. Uh, they train their hair to grow like the antenna of an insect. Why? They don't even have insect wings! Mm. Get some consistent visual language, One Piece. No. <laughs> I'm speaking for uh, Oda, the One Piece author. Oh, here I we go. Like- Here's some info. 
Uh, pumpkins, being a popular fruit in Sky PS since its introduction, is a main ingredient for the food served in this cafe. Why? Why are they Stop a fruit? It. They're not a fruit. What are you talking about? Yeah, they are. Pumpkins? Yeah. In what sense are they a fruit? In that they are a seed pod that grows out of a flower of a plant. I don't like it. Would you call a gourd a fruit? Because I don't like that either. It is botanically a fruit. Uh, I don't like it, though. Uh, <laughs> is what I'm saying. I is don't this know, the well, devil fruit we've been <laughs> dancing around? Yeah. Uh, I guess, uh, would you, Louisa, would you call a melon a fruit? Yes. But a pumpkin is a melon. I mean, <laughs> they're definitely not the same thing, but, like, structurally, they're very similar. Yeah, I get what you're getting at, but I don't like it, though, is my problem. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely struggling with the idea that a, like, a fruit, as I understand it, usually has the seeds embedded in the flesh, whereas a pumpkin or, like, a, a squash often has a, a cavity with seeds in the middle. I mean, that's how peppers are, too, though, and those are definitely fruits. Yes. Let's stop thinking about it. This is, mm. We're not meant to meddle in such things. Yes. Uh, so I got a random page, and it is chapter 764. Mm, the, the best one. Yep. Uh, chapter 764 is called White Monster. Mm. Cover page. The Straw Hats catch fish with some bears at the top of a waterfall for Sanji to cook. Is that why this series is so long? Is because 99% of it is, like, pointless bullshit unrelated to this show? Probably. That's why all manga and uh, <laughs> anime is long. It's, o- it's only in special editions that they actually do any piracy. <laughs> the rest of it is all day-to-day life stuff. Yeah. I uh, mean, like, is this just Beano Comics but Japan? I want to say yes. I don't know yes. what that means. I want to agree with you for that. Based on Beano, Beano Comics is similarly a very terrible car- comic. Oh, it's, uh, it's where, the, where the other Dennis the Menace is yes, from. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say that the equivalent to Beano would be Shonen Jump. Yes, exactly. And One Piece is from Shonen Jump. Yes. So One huh. Piece is the Dennis the Menace to... <laughs> okay. Uh, Shonen Jump's uh, Beano. Oh, now we're getting somewhere. We are figuring this out. (laughs) That was a joke before, but now I'm serious. Yeah, now it's real. Yep. So in this issue, I guess this is in print, huh? Uh, There are characters named Law, Corazon, uh, there's Devil Fruit, there's Doflamingo as a guy, um, the Marine Headquarters, Admiral Sengoku, uh, Virgo. (laughs) These are some names that I'm getting, so... Don Quixote do Flamingo is a oh, very no. fun. I do like that name. Is Don Quixote like the bad guy pirates are called Don Quixote pirates? That um, doesn't make sense. It seems to be another crew of pirates aside from straw hat pirates, which are are the good guys. Oh, I'm looking at this guy, and if he's not a bad guy, I'm very confused because he has like a, a ten pack and is wearing a pink fur coat. <laughs> And making sort of like a claw with his hand while glowering. Oh, this yeah. guy's a JoJo. <laughs> yeah, this, this guy's guy. a we real JoJo. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> God damn it. Uh. Yeah, I think these are the bad guys. Here's my question. There seem to be a lot of references to literature in this that don't refer to the literature. Yes, by yes. people who don't understand it. Yes, I totally right. agree. So my question is, if you were writing an anime and you needed to come up with a name for the bad guys and you were like, mm, Don Quixote sounds like a funny, weird name. 
wouldn't you at least, like, skim the Wikipedia article about Don Quixote before you started writing? No. Nope. Apparently not. It's not even two separate words. It's just one word, Don Quixote. Yes. <laughs> like, make him windmill-themed or something. Fucking something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. There's no explanation on their wiki <laughs> page as to, to why they're called that. Ugh, this is more of that lol th- so random thing that makes me extremely furious, and so I'm gonna there's... stop looking at Random humor. Is that a, like, Wikipedia page about the phenomenon, the Don't. genre of random? Don't do it. Don't look it up. Okay, I won't. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go to my random page unless you have more things to say about the white monster. I do like this title, White Monster. Yeah, because we don't know what that refers to at all. No, but I assume it refers to, you know, white culture. Yeah, that makes sense. Some kind of white monster. (laughs) I also like that there's a long summary, which is many, many, many paragraphs, but there's a short summary that is still three long paragraphs, so I'm not going to read it to you, but that's, it's too long. That's too long for a short summary. Yep, it's true. All right. Okay. I'm, I got one also, and my one is called, uh, Gedatsu's Accidental Blue Life Sea. Uh-oh. Which I guess is a story arc. Blue Sea Life. Blue. Sorry, yes. Blue Sea Life. Did I say Blue Life Sea? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't make any more sense the nope. right way. It's not. The, the <laughs> words, it's like Latin, where the order of the words don't make any difference to the meaning of the sentence. <laughs> yep. Uh, the seventh cover story. Okay. I'm just going to read this first sentence because I can't parse it. <laughs> yeah. Gidatsu's Accidental Blue Sea Life is the seventh cover story created as a side story on the title pages of each One Piece chapter. Okay, so I, I've determined what this is. So each chapter has a, a like cover page, and they used the cover pages uh, to tell little mini-stories. And if you go down to the gallery, it is showing this. Um, so, like, if you put, if you read all of the, the cover to each chapter together, it tells a little story. Is one Damn of it. these, uh, this guy with wings taking a shit in a barrel? <laughs> Maybe. I think the cover of volume five is him taking a shit in a barrel, because then volume six is him digging an outhouse. Okay. And now all the birds have his hairstyle. Why are they digging so much? Are they it's making well, a, a seat? there's a giant mole. Jet punch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, he beat the mole. Yeah, he I do like that. Right these... oh, now he's piloting the mole like a giant <laughs> well, mech. Incredible. Dokkan again. I do like that these different uh, pictures, which tell a story with almost no words, uh, they all have their own titles, which are complicated titles, just like Dickens again. And <laughs> the third one is called I Accidentally Survived. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I, I feel like that's the story of my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Wait, guys, is One Piece good? No. No. <laughs> but, the, like, is it? No. The thing is, I would love, somebody needs to do this. One of our fans needs to do this. <laughs> take take all of these cover page comics and just put uh, captions under them from Gary Larson's Farside. <laughs> yeah, cow tools. <laughs> I feel like you could make that work, and that would be, like, the peak of comic book art. Yes. Um, so... I don't like... I don't like this guy's art style. No, it's... 
the, he's, that's why he's I very made good the, at drawing, but I don't like the style at all. That's why I made the com- the comparison to Bino because, like, obviously this person is a skilled cartoonist and they've done this a lot for a long time, and yet it's terrible. Like yeah. the writing is terrible, the drawing is terrible, everything about it is unappealing, and I can't comprehend why anyone would voluntarily read it. Um, and that's how I feel about Bino, also. What if it's yeah. good? What if we d- are discovering now that actually it's good? No, stop. Listen, you have to stop until saying Until I finish that. watching Cleopatra 2525, I'm not going to take on any new terrible things to get Why, into. Why, you don't want to watch all 928 episodes of One Piece or read all 947 chapters of the manga? Is it streaming free anywhere? Because that's a huge part of my decision. I think a lot of it might be on Netflix right now. I don't like it. Uh, let's see. Who's streaming One Piece right now? Crunchyroll. I guess I could have predicted that. Yeah, there you go. You could watch the sub instead of the dub. I don't have, uh... Crunchyroll subscription because I don't like anime. Oh, there's some on Hulu. Oh, see? There you uh, go. Uh, controversial opinion, I don't prefer the subtitle version of anything because when yes, there same. are words on screen, I will look at the words and I will not look at the people continuously. Correct. Unless it's same. a live action movie, then I will watch the subtitled version because I think there are 11 seasons. Bad. There That's are 11 many. seasons of one piece on Hulu and each season has, holy Christ, <laughs> Over 80 episodes. It's not even close to the total number of seasons. <laughs> nope. 750 episodes on Hulu, so I'll burn through that in a week and we'll see where we're at. <laughs> cool. Okay, I guess that might be all of it that's been localized so far. Yeah, maybe. Maybe um, they're 200 episodes behind right now. 750 times 25. Hold on. Times 25 minutes divided by 60. Okay. How many hours are there in a week? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Let's say that you have 40 spare hours in a week if you're going by the uh, 8 hours work, 8 hours sleep, 8 hours free time. I'm not doing that. I'm saying how many literal hours are there in a week? Okay, 24 times times 7. 168. Okay, so if I did nothing but watch this, including not sleeping or eating or working, I couldn't finish it in less than three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. Uh, I'm just going to start it playing now, and I guess I'll just let it run (laughs) for three weeks. Next week's episode is going to be unlistenable. (laughs) Uh, I'm having trouble with this, Wiki, because there's just so much content packed into this that anything you click on, there's so much to look at, and I don't want to. I was surprised that there are only 5,624 pages on this wiki, but I think it's because they didn't do a good job of structuring it, where actually each of these pages should really be three or four other pages. Yeah, agreed. Um, so I guess as we do every week, that's our notes on improving this wiki for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please get on it. I don't I haven't seen any improvement on any of these so far. I do like that actually. We should start doing that. Have a little at at the end constructive criticism part. <laughs> the trouble yeah, is by uh, the time you reach the end of the episode, I don't remember half the stuff that bothered me about the page <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. Make yep. this wiki about some other topic. Ooh, that's, that's good. I like that. Yeah piece of criticism. Tell me more about this pumpkin cafe. What's their menu like? There, yeah, there needs to be way be more good. information about pumpkin cafe. <laughs> I feel like noodles are already perfect, and as soon as you start mixing other ingredients into those noodles, you're just taking them away from perfection. It's really weird that you're such a, like, structural list about noodles. <laughs> I love noodles. They might be my favorite food substance. 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the uh, culture of Japan likes noodles more than you do. Uh, I mean, that's that's a really hard comparison, because I can't like <laughs> anything as much as an entire culture does. There you go. <laughs> Alright. Uh, We've solved but, it? But I, yeah, we did. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, like, cultures fuck things up all the time, even things that they love. Look at literally everything in American culture. <laughs> And that's America, though. We're bad. We're a bad country that's existed for, like, 150 years. I think Japan's not great culturally. Eh. There's a lot of bad things there, too. They're at least, they're at least ancient, though. Mm. They've been bad for long enough that they've got the hang of it. <laughs> yeah, they've got refined badness that we refer to as culture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what America is good? Barbecue. Yeah. Mm, true. That's true. Um, okay, well, I think that that does it. Uh, we've t- talked about One Piece, and that's all you can expect from us, really. <laughs> yeah. If you think about it. Okay, so if you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes, and please, um, uh, tell your friends about the show. That's the best way we can grow. A lot of people are looking for things to fill the hours these days, and we definitely do that, if nothing else, so. <laughs> yeah, have us on in the background while you watch One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> Play us and One Piece at the same time, and they sync up if you're very high. <laughs> you have to get very high before you start, though. You think you're high enough, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. Uh, so, anyway, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod. And if you want to join our Discord and talk to us directly, I haven't checked in the Discord in a while. I should dip back in. I guess it's kind of slowed down as people are going stir-crazy. But come in there and talk to us. We love to talk to you guys. So, uh, if you want to get into our Discord, you can message us. I'm on Mastodon at MattHeron at Mastodon.Cloud. I'm also on Mastodon. It is, um... <laughs> Mastodon.Cloud slash at JK. <laughs> Jeff JK on Snapchat and Instagram. Um, you can interact with me and we'll look at pictures of my cat. <laughs> Alright. Uh, you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. The first episode of One Piece is called I'm Luffy! Exclamation point. The man who's gonna be the king of the pirates. <laughs> well, I'm glad that they put a... statement. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. They put out a, a really good... Uh, strong opening gambit. I mean, it def- definitely, it, uh, like, the first episode of your show should introduce the main character and their point of view, and you did it in the fucking title, so you guys really knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it, it sets a goal for the character, you know where he's gonna end up, or at least where he wants to end up. Yep. Yeah. So take that, Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a show that famously kills the main character in the first episode. Okay. Which is a very good move. I still... Spoilies. It's in the first episode, Jeff. (laughs) Yeah, and that came out 20 years ago, and I haven't gotten around to it. You should watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. It's about people going crazy in isolation. Do you want to see a lot of people being extremely racist and murdering each other right now? (laughs) No. (laughs) I I would like to see more J.K. Simmons and Christopher Maloney, though. They're not in enough stuff. Yeah, Yeah, they're very in this, and you won't want to see them. (laughs) Uh, Chris Maloney voices Commissioner Gordon in the (laughs) Harley Quinn cartoon, which is a very fun choice. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, Chris Maloney's a weird dude. Okay, anyway, we're done. So, uh, if you like the show, please rate and review. I did that already, so... Yeah, we got distracted. Please come back next time, but in the meantime, don't forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. See you next Tuesday. Oh, it's always different, but it's never good. 